Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to a brand new rebooted Kaiju Conversation. Now, it's been about two months since we've record recorded, so uh, please apologize if we are a little rusty. But joining me today, ET13 Productions, is my new co-host, Haxorzilla. Welcome, Haxor. Now, uh, before we get into our main topic for this evening, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into Godzilla, stuff like that? Well, um, I've been a fan since I was three, I believe, three or four, and my first film was Godzilla 1998. Um, I remember my dad uh, would download Godzilla movies. Um, and I would watch them. A few that I can remember was like Godzilla versus King Kong, uh, 98, of course, Final Wars, and GMK. Now, uh, re downloading these, this was 100% legal, right? No, it was not. <laughs> um, what's your favorite Godzilla movie, maybe? Well, or do you have anything else you'd like to tell people about yourself? Well, I... I my favorite film is probably King of the Monsters. Ah, good choice because this evening our topic for the day is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Now, before we start talking about this, I do want to apologize. I was at a concert last night and uh I was the 6th row from the front, so my ears are still ringing slightly. So uh, I might be yelling, and I might be asking, what did you say quite a bit? But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this. So, quite a movie. <laughs> Can't you agree? Yeah, it was everything I was hoping for. Yeah, we're recording this about a week after, so I don't know when you guys will be getting it. But I have to say, I, I was blown away from yeah. what we got. Even my dad enjoyed it, and he's not like a hardcore Godzilla fan. I know quite a few people that uh that went to see it, and uh, they they didn't care about Godzilla before then, and then after seeing it, they're like, "Oh my god, I love that movie!" And it just warms my heart to see people liking Godzilla that didn't know about it. Yeah, and my theater was packed, and it just made me happy. Yeah, unfortunately, the to the first viewing I saw of it, there was about 20, 25 people in the theater, and that's it. But I know somebody that just went to go see it, I believe, this last Friday, so a week after it came out, and every theater showing it was sold out at the theater he went to. So I thought that was pretty cool that it's it's doing well. But not well enough. Yeah, according to the box me and office. me and my dad got the like the last tickets available. That's that's cool. Did you get good seating? Yeah, actually, we were like right smack in the middle. Awesome. Uh, what viewing or what format did you see it in? I saw it in the IMAX. I, so when I first saw it, I saw it in Screen X, and that was pretty cool. I have to admit, I got. First dibs on seats, and it it was pretty good, the seats we got. Then I saw it in MX4D, and yes, the motion was good, but I was kind of disappointed with the 
small amounts of water and uh, winds in the entire thing, but it was still an interesting experience. And then uh, this was actually the first movie I saw in IMAX. And... 20... Oh, go what? ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, 2014 was actually the first uh, movie I've ever seen in the IMAX and the first Godzilla movie I've ever seen in the theater. And... Yes, yeah, so I think a lot of people agree with you on that fact. That it was their first one in theaters. Yeah. But uh, what what else were you about to say before I interrupted oh. you? Yeah. Um. So, um, I I still just find this hard to believe. Like, but uh, twenty fourteen it came out on the uh, same day as my birthday. That's pretty cool. Uh, not very many people can say that, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I saw some guy in the comment sections of the video. I forget where. But he said King of the Monsters came out on the same day as his birthday. Lucky duck. That's yeah, he he was in for a good treat, I can tell you that. But uh Haxor, would you like to talk about kinda what you what you thought about the movie overall or just Well some I thought pointers? it was I thought it was pretty good actually. Like it's it's like I enjoyed twenty fourteen. Um and like 2019, just like King of the Monsters, it just blew it away. Agreed, very much agreed. And dis- despite what some like critics and people say, the characters I found were actually pretty good. Like for yes, Godzilla I movie. I agree with you there. I don't see how it like, was. They're, bad. they're no, they're no Tony Stark or Steve Rogers, but but they're good. Yeah, exactly. They're good enough for you to enjoy the movie. And uh, before we really talk a lot more about this, I do just want to bring up something pretty good as of right now. So when the movie opens, it wasn't what they were expecting. It underperformed, but it wasn't a flop like Dark Phoenix. Yeah. But as of right now... The movie is sitting at two hundred ninety-two million two hundred ninety-seven thousand ninety-seven, which means it's almost made back its whole uh, budget between the production, which was one hundred seventy million. Then you have to double that for promoting the movie, so about three hundred and forty million. Uh, General, it's almost beaten that, so that means it's almost proven to be a success, and it's only two weeks out. So it's looking pretty good that it's not going to flop. It's going yeah. to be decent, modest. Can't wait, to, can't wait to see what is at in uh, July. What is that? I can't wait to see uh, what it's at in July. Yes, yes. I I firmly believe that because a lot of good word has came out after the critics trashed the movie. A lot of people have said, this is a really good movie, and that's actually helping it. Because a lot of people are enjoying it. I mean, I know we made a tweet out on our official Twitter page, and we both said it was one of the best Godzilla movies. Mm -hmm. So just that, showing that people who are lifelong Godzilla fans truly accept this movie, Mm -hmm. shows that... It's, and it's... and it wasn't just like the um like the effect of like just seeing it. I genuinely think it's one of the best Godzilla movies. Yes, uh, I yeah. 
But uh, what can you highlight some facts about maybe the cinematography or something that you thoroughly enjoyed? Sorry, what? Could you highlight some facts uh, that you enjoyed about the movie, like cinematography and all that? Well, I think the cinematography was really well done, and I enjoy the fact that they like kept the Titans' like size and mass to them. Like you can feel them tumbling around. Yeah, I I've heard some people though say that it kind of lost the sense of scale. Well, which it I kind can kind of in see. a way it did, but it's no like Ultraman where they're like running around all over the place. That's true. And I do have to say, I loved Ghidorah's mental abilities in this movie. Yeah, By the he, way, he was this scary. Is, yes. Before we get too far into this, I do want to say we are not watching out for spoilers. Yeah. It's just us talking, our thoughts on the movie. So, spoiler alert for the movie. But uh, I thought that was really awesome how Ghidorah mentally was there. Mm-hmm. His three heads having three multiple personalities. The way he just, like you said, he was scary. He was out to kill. Like, that he, was it. He, like he went after people. Like, he yes. went out of his way to kill people. Especially in the opening sequence where G-Team was shooting at him. How the two heads just fired their gravity beams mm-hmm. and incinerated them. That's yeah, something and we've never seen him do. Also, two other points. Like, when he was fighting Godzilla, he was focused on them. And then suddenly, Kevin just comes and eats uh, Dr. Graham, I think the name is. I can't really Vivian remember. Vivian Graham, I believe, yes. Graham, I was close. Like, but was not expecting I do, that. I wasn't either, but I do have to say, it kind of felt like her death was kind of... Uh... Unnecessary. Yes. Yes, it kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, like, I wish she could have survived, but that was the only way to get Sarazawa She could Sarazawa survive to... until, like, maybe the final battle or so. Like, later in the True. Movie. Maybe but I, just I, Mexico. I kind of get why she died. It was to propel Sarazawa's character. And to show yeah. that King Ghidorah is messing Yes. I mean, let's be honest here. Had Sarazawa not lost Graham, he wouldn't have said, I'll go. Yeah. Because he lost everything. Everybody he cared about was gone. He just wanted Godzilla to live, and he didn't want to see a world where Ghidorah was king. Mm-hmm. So, it, and there you had good character development. I mean, the yeah. way they built Sarazawa was pretty good. Yeah, and they also had character development with uh, Mark Russell. Yes, I I agree with you there. And I, but while we're talking about character development, Sarazawa in this movie is on like a whole nother level than he was in 2014. Yeah, like he's much more involved. Like he was involved, but now he's like, oof. Yes, and I I like that more because in the first one he was like, well, we need to protect Gojira. And in this one he's like, we must protect Gojira. He's the only way. And, you know, he kind of, he emphasized and he was very serious. And I like that point that he was very into this movie. Yeah. But uh, what what you think of Millie Bobby Brown and all of them? 
Well, I think- actually, I going in there, I didn't think like her performance was gonna be like really good because like she's like no offense to like child actors, but like they don't really bring the best performance. But she actually was pretty good in the movie, and I'm surprised. Yes, for because I've being also 14. never seen uh, I've also never seen Stranger Things. Really, I've I've had the chance to watch the first season, and mm-hmm. she did a pretty good job. I'll probably but, watch it when the third season comes out. Yeah, I I found a Blu-ray DVD of it at Target, and that's how I watched it. But uh, you know, I I agree. For a fourteen-year-old actress, she did pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I do have to say, even though he wasn't in the movie a whole lot. I love Charles Dance. Yeah. Like like again, you knew he wasn't messing around when he shot that guy in the face. Yes. Uh what else did you think about characters? Hmm. I like Dr. Chen's involvement with uh Mothra. I I agree with that and I I wasn't expecting her to be the uh Fairies, well, the twin fairies, essentially, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Actually, I was expecting them to like already be dead, like a long time ago, and like they would like get visions or something, like when they, yeah, when Madison touched uh, uh, Mothra. Yeah, I I agree with you there. But one thing I do think could have been done better was G Team. I I agree with you there. I it just the way they set the G team up kind of felt under. Yeah, I hope they're more involved in Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, but I do have to say the way they added uh, Monarch, I really liked how they built up Monarch for this. Mm-hmm. Like I know at um in uh the underwater base um there was a little Mazer cannon Easter egg. Yes, there. I do have to say the Easter eggs in that movie—they were so. Yeah, and something I I did notice a rib cage of some sort. I think my dad pointed it out. But today, um, I think it was today, Mike Doherty uh, came out and said that there may or may have not been a skeleton of Anguirus in Godzilla. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. Yes, the way that he world built this was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, and that does just, not, and that does not exclude the fact that Anguirus can't come into the MonsterVerse now, because like he still has a chance to. Like there might be more of them out there. And I, the end credits, they basically said, "Hey, there's more Titans being found every single day. So who knows what can happen?" Imagine and, living you know, in a world I, like that. Yeah, that it's crazy, but I'm. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this after this big world-building universe, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, speaking of world-building, that end credit scene, not the post, or not the pre-end credit scene, but the post-credit scene where they had Ghidorah's head, what did you, what did you think of that? Well, um, I thought it was actually pretty cool, and I think that it may, this is very far-fetched, but I think that may hint towards Bagan. 
Really? Could you uh, go into a little bit of uh, explanation for that? Uh, yeah. So what I I don't really know if this is like really like what how it, like he was made, but I from what I've heard, I think he um. Like, the aliens in that game, they took Godzilla DNA and King Ghidorah DNA and merged it together and made Bagan. I believe... And, and in the beginning of the movie, it stated that, like, people are buying Titan DNA, I think. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the game you were referring to, that was Godzilla 2, correct? No, it was uh, Super Godzilla for the SNES, I think? Yes, I that's... Don't really remember. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. I have it, but I'm like, I don't remember the name of it. I'm, yes, playing that, it, Bagan is from, I believe it is Ghidorah and Godzilla Cells. So, I didn't think of that. That's actually a pretty cool explanation. Plus, I don't think they have to license Bagan, do they? Because um, he's well, never he's been, been made. So I don't really know if Toho owns him or not. But I think it would be really cool to give Bagan a chance to finally have a movie. Yes. Because, like, he, he's been he scrapped seems... so many times. Yes, he was, let's see, he was in a Mothra solo movie. Mm-hmm. He was in Godzilla vs. Bagan, like, God... three scripts. Yeah, and he was almost in Godzilla vs. Destoroya. That's right. Yeah, he's been... Um, he's been almost in movies quite a few times. And to add on to your theory, correct me if I'm wrong, but the fandom Godzilla cross or word search had Bagan as one of the monsters, correct? Yeah, I think so. Are you talking about the game that also had like that one alien? Oh wait, no, you're not even talking about a game. You're talking about the word search. Yeah. Yeah. I so I don't know why I thought you're talking about a game. but yeah i mean there's a lot of hints rumoring that and Mm -hmm. i do like that it also had zone fighter in it from what i remember well zone fighter fighter is canon to the godzilla universe yeah but i don't fighter in the monster verse confirmed (laughs) before that we have to get jet jaguar though definitely um, but Maybe other even Ultraman, though. That would be cool. I do believe that that rumored Ultraman Western TV show, if it is made by Warner Brothers, would be a perfect way to bring Monarch onto TV screens. Not yeah. just Agents of Monarch, but Ultraman. Yeah, but are you talking about that live-action Ultraman? Yes. Like, that's I, I don't think apparently that was in development. Was that real? I think it was. Because, huh. like, we haven't gotten any information from it besides that trailer. Oh, oh, you're talking about that. No, just about a few months oh, ago, oh. they confirmed that Ultraman was coming to American screens Sweet. in a live-action TV show. Yeah, and they could kind of, like, replace the Science Patrol, I think it was called? Science or Space Patrol. Yes, Science um, Patrol. And, and like, kind of, like, make that Monarch, and, like, someone from Monarch becomes Ultraman or something. That, or they could make a subdivision called the Science Patrol. Oh, wait, um, is it called the Science Patrol or the Space Patrol? Because if it's called the Science Science Patrol... Oh, I'm gonna have to do some rewriting later. (laughs) 
Um, but uh, other monsters I've heard that could be what they're hinting for in that end credit scene is, of course, uh, Destroya. I which... really don't think it's Destroya. I don't see them doing that yet. I feel like he's in the ocean, starting to evolve into Destroya while mm-hmm. not being. But there. I, I don't think they'll like allude to. Well, I think they might reference that a bit, but I don't think they'll like actually reveal Destroya's like growing until like maybe like after Godzilla versus Kong. Probably like a Godzilla three or four. Mm-hmm. But uh. Other monsters, I know, I have said that it could be a clone of Ghidorah, which I feel like that's the most I, I like likely. that idea. Like, he, like, like he still has, like, re- he still resembles Ghidorah, but it's like a completely new monster. I'd like that idea, too. That, that could happen, but, uh, the fact that they spent millions of dollars for the rights to these monsters to be in just one movie, that just doesn't I, make yeah. sense. Like, like, Mothra, in- you go ahead. Alright, so yeah, because, like, we know Rodan's still alive, and mm-hmm. Mothra's gonna come back. Hopefully yes. it's Mothra Leo, that would be really cool. That would be cool, and they don't have to license that, because Mothra mm-hmm. Leo isn't a official license, I believe? Yeah. And then, like, me... Ghidorah can come back as, like, something else, and, of course, we got Godzilla. Yes. Um, checking right now, no, Mothra, or Mothra Leo is not a licensed entity. It just is under Mothra. So they could do Mothra Leo. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, like, potentially have them, like, turn into Rainbow Mothra. And I do have to say this. Mothra in the movie, I felt, was kind of cheated. Just due to the fact that she was in the movie about five minutes total. Yeah. But I don't really but, mind because we had a, a lot of monster action. Like I could feel my heart beating like throughout the movie. I yes, I I agree with you there. And I'm not exaggerating. I could actually feel it. <laughs> you know. Also, speaking of heart beating, the Akari Ifukube themes in the movie just. Mm. Oh, they were I, so good. And don't yes. get me started on Godzilla's classical. Oh, when I heard... Okay, so the beginning, whenever it was the uh, Warner Brothers and Legendary logos, I know I caught on to this, but uh, I saw that they actually did uh, confirm this later, that it was a reference, but whenever it had the Legendary Warner Brothers in the, you know, Godzilla's footsteps, yeah, that was yeah, a I reference to 54. I, I knew that was, like... I I thought that was really cool. And I love his roars, how they put in the original roar and the 75 roar into the 2014. Yeah. Well, I think it was like the early 60s roar, like Godzilla vs. Mothra and Godzilla vs. King Kong. It might have been. I, I have to watch it for the fourth time to make sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be, I think, or at least I'm going to be seeing it again before it leaves theaters. I, I've got somebody saying he wants to see it in 3D, so that's I'll go see it at least one more time. Yeah. But uh, back onto the themes. <laughs> Whenever I heard uh, when Godzilla rose up after being re-energized... Oh yeah, that and was like I one heard of the, the best scenes. Dun, 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 you know, all that's the... It just... 
it was beautiful. And I, 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 I will admit this. During that, I almost jumped out of my seat cheering. Yeah, there were I, scenes where I wanted to like just start screaming. Yes, and uh, the ending when it had uh, in loving memory of Yoshimitsu Bono, who yeah. was the executive producer, and uh, Haruo Nakajima. Both yeah, that, of those. That was touching. Yes, and I, I, I was sitting in my seat, and whenever that happened, my hands almost came together, and I was just about to start clapping. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't want to get yelled at at all. But at some point, I started clapping. I can't remember when though. Oh, but yeah, at the that... end, at the end, when the credits started, everyone's just started clapping. Really, I my theater yeah. was silent, but. I'd like to think it's because they were just in shock of what they just saw. Yeah. And, like, everyone was, like, talking about the movie during the credits while we were, like, after, like, the uh, Blue Oyster Cult remix, like, everyone was, like, talking about the movie. And then when, like, the post-credits scene, everyone was like, shh. <laughs> I, I do have to say, though, I, I personally, I love that uh, cover song for... Yeah. It was just great. I mean, it's and either you love it or hate it. Yeah, and it, I wanted to, like, pay more attention to, like, what was, like, being shown. But, like, I was just busy talking to my dad and listening to the song. But I did <laughs> notice a few things. What What did you notice? Well, I, I'm, like, I noticed, like, the ones with the extra titans. And, of course, the Godzilla vs. Uh, Kong uh, reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also saw uh, other, I, a few other things. My finger on it right now. I did notice whenever it had the Mothra, basically confirmation Mothra is not dead, the person that wrote it was Steve Martin. And I was yeah. talking to somebody like a week before, and I was saying, they better put Steve Martin somewhere in this movie, or I'm going to be angry. And they did, and it made me so happy. Yeah, um, I was actually thinking a while ago, why isn't Raymond Burr in this movie? But then I realized that he's, he's dead. dead for a while. Yeah, but I do have to say, Raymond Burr loved Godzilla, and that yeah. makes me happy. Like from what I've heard, like they wanted to make Godzilla eighty-five or four. I don't really know. Eighty-five. Yep. Eighty-five. That like they wanted to make it like not really serious. But um, mm -hmm. yep. Raymond Burr, like, made them, like, he said he wouldn't do it unless they made it serious. Yes, because he knew how serious the original one was. Mm -hmm. And it just, it warms my heart to see that he just came on to get a few extra dollars in 1956 and then came back 30 years later and said, I won't do this unless you do it right. Yeah. So, it kind of you know. makes me, um, like upset that the 56 version cut out all like the destruction and like terror from the original 54 and replace it with Raymond Burr. I kind of wish that there was a cut of the movie where it had all of that plus Raymond Burr in it. That would be an interesting cut. And uh speaking of that, want to hear something funny about the 56 re-edit? What? So in 1959, I believe, it was then sent over to Japan, the Godzilla King of the Monsters cut, and then they 
put uh, Japanese subtitles in for when Raymond Burr spoke. And uh, the actual uh, guy that translates all the Japanese for Raymond Burr's character was actually just saying whatever needed to happen for the story to flow. So in 1959 or whenever, whenever they saw that, they were extremely confused because this Japanese interpreter was telling the exact opposite of what was happening. So that's kind of funny, and uh, of course it got cropped down for Japanese viewing, or it was the Americanized cut, I don't remember. But anyway, you lost some of Godzilla in the cutting of the movie because of it being in a slimmer uh, screen. Yeah. Do you know if there's a, uh English dub to like the original, original Godzilla movie? No, from what I know, there is not. Well, so I'm going to have to watch... So, like, to get all that destruction, I'll have to, um, see, like, it with Japanese subtitles? Yes, I believe so. You know, what I would love to see is the colorized version. Is it Kozilla from Italy? I'd love to see that full cut, but I think that's a lost film. Seeing, like, I don't know why, but seeing uh, colored versions of like black originally black and white things just feels off to me. Like I it know does. I, used to, I used to watch Andy Griffith with my grandma and sometimes like mostly it was like black and white but then here and there there were ones in color and it just ugh, it looked weird. Yeah, it's it's more vibrant and I kind of feel like that takes away from the original intent especially for a movie like Godzilla. Which yeah. it's supposed to be a dark, mysterious movie. Mm-hmm. Colorizing it needs to be in black just, and white. Yeah. Now some movies it works, like Ray Harryhausen movies. So it's kind of work in color, mm-hmm. but without that, it like Godzilla being so dark, it just it doesn't work really well. Speaking was, of color, I was about to say that I've never seen a Ray Harryhausen. But then I remembered I've watched uh, Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Yes. And yes, that wait was that? Yeah, that was Ray Harryhausen, I believe. Yeah. And uh, didn't they do a kind of a ripoff of that called? Yeah, it was the Giant Behemoth, and wasn't yeah. it done by almost essentially the same people at half the budget? I think it was done. I think the behemoth was done by the guy who did King Kong. I can't remember though. Wait, okay. So Willis O'Brien did King Kong, and did he do? Uh, I'm looking. Uh, he did not do Giant Behemoth. There's oh. other people. It, I'm not sure if it was Ray Harryhausen or Willis O'Brien that did. Uh, Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, I think it was Harryhausen. Yeah, from what I remember. Yeah. Is he dead? Yes, Ray Harryhausen died in 2010, I believe. Then who's running his Twitter? Uh, It's the same with the Stan Lee Twitter. Somebody is just the one that now monitors it and controls it. For, for If people are dead, they should just leave their things alone. I, I agree. That kind of... It's weird it's kinda to dis- see It's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. 
But uh, speaking of colorizing, what did you think about the color of the movie? I know some people are like, it's a little dark or whatevs. But... To be honest, I wasn't really paying attention, but I do know that I could see very clearly what was going on in the final battle. Yes, I'm hoping when it comes to Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K that they don't screw it up like they did with 2014. Yeah. Which, you can't even see the last act of that movie because it's so dark, and that kind of upsets me. Even in the theater, I couldn't really see what was going on. It was slightly better in theaters, but it wasn't good enough. I keep hoping for a 4K uh, release of it where it's a lot brighter. Mm Mm-hmm. It's got to turn up the gamma when you get to that part. True. <laughs> but uh, speaking, like, I know some people were off, like, the cuts to the monsters. Did you like what they did, keeping kind of what Gareth Edwards did, especially on the last fight of the movie? Kind of seeming like if you were at that angle, you'd be seeing the monsters, how they were fighting. Yeah, I like that. I I don't know. I'm just I guess you can say I'm a person that I prefer a floating camera. You know, I'm not too fond of a it has to be set down and Yeah, you know, I, I see what you mean there. I I just I don't know. I'm but I do have to say I was very impressed with what Mike did. Yeah, he's it, a great director. There was some stuff I would have done differently. But I just, it it's exactly what we needed. It really was. This is, I hope, a resurgence in Godzilla, even though the box office doesn't say that. Yeah. I'm hoping that this I is f- kind of like a... I still feel like uh, 2014 was a resurgence. Cause, like, it was like the first movie in like a decade. Yes. It, I mean, it really was. But to be fair, if it wasn't Pacific... If it wasn't for Pacific Rim, we probably probably wouldn't be in the age of monsters we are in now. Yeah. Because if you notice, after Pacific Rim, you had Godzilla 2014, and then you had... 2015 was like a year of silence, but then you had Shin Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, the Godzilla anime trilogy, Pacific Rim Uprising, Rampage, the don't, Meg... Don't mention Uprising, please. <laughs> I also, like, I I don't really like Pacific Rim, but I, I like, don't get me wrong, it's a great movie, and I re- really do like it, but I just don't like it as much as people, like, say it's, I'm, I'm trying to find the right words right now, um, I like Pacific Rim, but I don't like it as much as some other people do, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean, it's, it's good, but it's not as good as some people may suggest it is. Yeah, because to me, the human action is kind of boring in that movie. I, I can see where you're coming from. Uh, but anyway, uh, oh, real quick, isn't there a supposed Pacific Rim anime coming? Yeah, I've heard about that, but I don't really know too many details about it. It's the same thing that happened for King Kong Skull Island, that TV series. It kind of just was said and then never heard of again. To be honest, so. I think the comics would be like better as like a show or something. 
like like a short <coughs> a short animated like cartoon I could see that I just I feel like with what happened after uprising which the same thing happened with the Meg it's a Chinese movie made for uh Hollywood Man. and uh I just feel like that kind of was hit over the head with that movie and that's the main problem yeah the, that, the same the problems I have with uprising are like the feel of the movie like they just completely dumped away the feel of the original and they also um like the weight there's just no weight to it they're like floating around yes and i i saw some people say that happened for godzilla king of the monsters but i just felt like it still kept it semi grounded yeah i mean and i can see what those people mean yeah godzilla running and attacking Ghidorah, which is an awesome sequence it just it does kind of lose that scale. Yeah, but this isn't the first time we've seen Godzilla run. We've seen him run in the Showa series, I believe. We've seen Showa. him. We've seen him run in GMK and Final Wars. Yep. So he's ran plenty of times. It's just not as a no popular known as him walking really fast. Yeah, and I like how um before. They're, they, uh, everyone was saying, "Oh, Kong has the agility speed." <laughs> well, he yeah, still Godzilla. does. But Godzilla can run now. Yes. But um, speaking that's of that's something he has over the Heisei. That is very true. Um, I, like I talked about earlier about how P Uprising was a Chinese movie made for America. Did you think that uh, the way they presented King of the Monsters was good enough that it didn't seem like China had a huge influence? Yeah, it, it seemed like more Hollywood than China. I agree. I mean, obviously you had Zia Zhang. Is that how you pronounce her name? I think so. Anyway, her... I liked her character, and it didn't feel forced in there. She kind of felt right in that role. Yeah. Especially how they then confirmed that, hey, she's like Mothra Twins 5.0. And it was, I think it was just me, or was the character flirting with Mark Russell? I, uh, I'm not too sure about that, but I could see kind of where you're coming from there. Like, in just some scenes, it was like... Yeah, I guess after thinking about it, yeah. Um, another thing was, the way they presented China in the movie wasn't too bad, really. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Mothra being from a temple in China, it really felt like it should have happened there. Especially mm -hmm. with everything. Also, I don't know why, but to me, the temple looked very Mayan. It did. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Also, um, what did you think about the underwater temple? I, I know we briefly touched on that earlier, but I, I really like the underwater temple they had for Godzilla's lair. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Like how I liked the little jump scare that they had with the statue. Yeah.
But uh, I didn't really get like I like some most all the jump scares didn't really get me. But the one like where when uh Charles or the Alan Jonah or whatever his name is shot the guy who was surrendering in the Temple of the Moth. Yeah. Like I had no idea that was going to happen. That kind of showed how cold his character really was when you mm-hmm. think about it. And also, you know how Emma was like all behind it. Yes. Well, like, did you know, like, did you notice how like she was like go home and like, oh, it's okay, you don't need to be here. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I kind of feel bad for his character. Yeah, I mean, he, it really, I don't know, he just seems kind of... Nice. Yeah. But, I, I, I don't know, I, again, that adds on to Charles Dance as an actor, how he did come across as this dark, cold, heartless monster, Mm -hmm. really. Also, on the touch of side characters. You remember in uh, the Mudo base in 2014, the bald guy and uh, the guy with like, the beard and all that? Um, yes. Working with Sarazawa? When I was re-watching the movie, I think like in the, like, the scene where like, like it was showing the destruction and like the military was arriving, I think I saw one of them like dead. I can't remember where though. Hmm. That's interesting, and you saw these characters in King of the Monsters, correct? No, 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 I didn't see them there. Oh, okay. Oh, I gotcha in 2014. Mm-hmm. I'll have to rewatch it and look for them. Speaking of that, uh, what did you think about Stance and the uh, Oxygen Destroyer? Wait, what? Dance and the Oxygen Destroyer? Is that what uh, stance the uh one other returning oh, character oh, from yeah. King of the Earth twenty fourteen. He's he's just his character's kind of dumb. Like, like he's like there's like no character development with him because like in twenty fourteen he's like oh Godzilla's bad let's kill him and in this movie he's like oh Godzilla's bad let's kill him. Yeah, he's just kind of like that stereotypical one dimension military. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh. I do have to say, I was a little disappointed with how the Oxygen Destroyer was presented, but I do get why. It's not like... It mm-hmm. wasn't a directing seemed... choice. You go? Or are you going? No, you go ahead first. Well, it seemed kind of shoehorned in. Yes. Kind of like, oh, here's a little Easter egg. But I'm happy now it's it gone. was there. I'm happy it was there. I do feel like, and I was going to bring this up and then I forgot, I do feel like the Oxygen Destroyer, Charles Dance's character in that Ghidorah head, will have major impacts post-Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, definitely. And also, I, f- I feel like that Godzilla d- like being majorly injured and Ghidorah living was like without a scratch is kind of a callback to GMK. Where they like they were fighting underwater, and the army shot like a missile or something at Godzilla, but then Godzilla moved away and it hit Ghidorah, and like majorly injured him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what Charles Dance's uh, contract consists of, but I do feel like we will see more of him in the future. Mm-hmm. And I, I know Dr. Xiaoxing, uh, her contract yeah. is, like, for, like, a while. Yeah. She's going to be in Godzilla vs. Kong, and then I believe it's one other MonsterVerse movie. Mm-hmm. So, there's that, but I do feel like, because Charles Dance isn't in Godzilla vs. Kong. They've confirmed that. Yeah. Now, that movie may be going back for reshoots, which a lot of people are nervous about, but I'm saying, let's just it's wait, good. let's see. It's I all, think it's, it's good. all good. Because that yeah. means they're, like, improving on it. They're They're watching with, Godzilla King of the Monsters is kind of like that, Okay, we're going to test this out. Let's see what people react. People like it, but not enough people went to see it. Godzilla vs. Kong, they're going to see what's good from 2014 in Kong Skull Island and what people like so much about King of the Monsters and then try and mush that all together to make... Oh, that would make, like, the perfect movie. Yes. I mean, if it's a lot brighter... If it's got a little bit better character development, more monster action, the good cinematography, and the good special effects, that's essentially all you need. Yeah. And but I, the, the only thing I'm worried about for the movie is the director. I, I, a lot of people were nervous about Michael Dougherty, though, and it's proven now that he had a good idea. I just it was feel an like. Idea. To bring together a group of remarkable, remarkable monsters. directors. Di- okay. Directors, too. <laughs> to see if they could become something better. So, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I can see it really doing well. I can already see my rating for the movie. What is Nine that going to be? 9 out of 10. Not enough Ghidorah. <laughs> it, it, it might be. But or actually, it will. Pro- judging from what probably will happen, one out, or two out of ten, uh, Godzilla dies. <laughs> but I feel See, like they will make it either a tie, and like, um, or have Kong die because Godzilla, they a part of their contract with Toho, um, they clearly said, die. yeah. And also the tagline, one will fall. So I think one of them will come out dead at the end. Yes, one will die. They even confirmed that there will be a definitive winner. And let's be honest here. Godzilla is a bigger character than Kong is. Though yeah, I did well, in think Japan. That, and, well, I feel like worldwide, almost. Yeah. Because like, Godzilla's getting more popular in America than Kong is. Mm-hmm. Like they, he also inspired quite a few uh, other kaiju, such as uh, Gorgo, uh, Young Gary, Young Gary, yep, Pogasari, and a few others too. I think. Yes, but you know, the thing is, I if they don't end up killing a monster, which is perfectly possible, they may want to treat each fandom with respect. They mm-hmm. could do an act where Godzilla's 
Bari to kill him with his atomic breath. And Mothra. I don't and... know if it'll be Mothra, though. I think someone I will like... intervene. I, I just... I could see Godzilla stepping on Kong. Kong, like, grabs his uh, leg and tries to lift it off. And then Godzilla and Kong look at each other as Godzilla's about ready to blow his atomic breath and burn Kong alive. And he sees that Kong is scared and doesn't want to die. And then yeah. Godzilla kind of, you know, relieves his atomic breath, steps off, roars, and walks away. And then Kong slowly gets up. Yeah. And roll credits. I think what I think will happen is that this is. I don't really believe in this theory too much. But what I think will happen is that, like, Kong will want to become king and he'll, like, fight Godzilla for it. But then he'll realize that Godzilla's too strong and kind of just go away. Or maybe <laughs> what I think would be even better is that Kong will become Godzilla's, uh, like, servant. That would be interesting. I'd be satisfied with that. I... I'd have to think about that, but it, I do like that idea. And uh, we're we're starting to run a little bit out of time, and I do feel like we've covered the movie overall very well, but we haven't covered the monsters. Um, I know you and I both agree that Godzilla and Ghidorah were very well executed. Shown executed, yes. What did you think of? And we've talked about Mothra's um, low amount of screen time, but did you end up liking her design? Yeah, I, from the beginning, I liked it. Yes, like, I, I, I... I liked the Mantis, like, inspirations in it. See, I... Whenever the SH Monster Art Stills came out, and I believe I even said in uh, our first or second episode, I said, I'm not... I don't care for the design, but I'm not going to make my final decision till I see the movie. Well, see and your decision. I I I like the design. It Mothra was a fierce, very modernized look and I'm not upset with what she looks like and came hmm. out as. I also like Mothra and Godzilla's friendship and like how like yes. they say that they've been like allies like ancient times. A symbiotic relationship and I mm -hmm. love that excuse and like if they brought Angurus they could say the same about him you know mm -hmm. like there's so many things and if they were to bring Zilla in I would love for them to say that he's, he's like a, a subspecies yes a subspecies or maybe even just a different species that's relative to the Godzilla species but tries mm -hmm. to overtake and become the true king to the throne but and I'd love to see that. I'd love to see the American Godzilla from 1998 come back in a American Godzilla movie. Mm -hmm. I, one thing that would I, work. One thing I don't like about their Godzilla Mothra's friendship is that it started something that I do not agree with. Yeah, we're not going to discuss that. But yeah, let's. In not. short, it's kind of a weird, disgusting thing to... Yeah, I, I really don't create. like that. And they even, like, said that in the movie. I kind of liked how they did it in the movie. It was kind of like a joke, and they're like, well, yeah. it's not all too different to have two creatures uh, be a symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, to think of one, uh, the Cuckoo Bird uh, and Rodan. Rodan and Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. 
how Godzilla Source's egg was laid next to Rodan's. It was a parasite egg, but they were in a symbiotic relationship that one would take care of the other. Yeah. I, I, I like that, and I kind of like how... And then at the end when uh, Rodan sacrificed himself to save Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. And ex- you could look at that and say... They basically did the same thing for King of the Monsters with Mothra mm-hmm. being on top of Godzilla, seeing Ghidorah's power to kill him, and she sacrifices herself, and Godzilla becomes critical mass Godzilla. Yeah, I also think that Mothra was like a better choice to do that than Rodan. Yes, I agree there. Um, to because I just brought it up. Do you agree that it is not burning Godzilla, that it is critical mass Godzilla? Or what's, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I don't really know what you mean by critical mass Godzilla. Um, did, you wa- did you ever play the Atari Pipeworks Godzilla games? Oh, are you talking about that Godzilla that you can become? Yes, how when you absorb enough crystal power, you become this burning Godzilla-esque creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you think it is critical mass, or were you... I think, uh, it's, I think it's more... I think it's a bit of both, actually. Because, like, he's got Mothra's energy, like, that powers him up, and then he's also got the nukes that Sarazawa blew him up with. Yeah, yeah. Which I I do like how even in the movie they said he's going critical mass. So that kind of is my reasoning behind the fact that it's not burning Godzilla. It's actually fire Godzilla. Yeah. Which is kind of a dumb name, but whatever. Um, And finally, Lava Godzilla sounds better, I'll be honest. Lava Rodan. Almost Lava Rodan, but speaking of Rodan... uh. What did you think him. about his? Um, I like Rodan, but I kind of wish he was like more of like a more of like a menace in the movie. He's more of really? like a he's more of like a needy child. He's like, oh, this guy looks strong. Um, I think my chances of survival are better with him. And when he dies, he goes up to Godzilla. Yeah, I think you're my new king now. He's kind of like Starscream from the Transformers franchise, I guess you could uh, say. Let's not mention that here. <laughs> well, I, I'm calling back to the original, the good stuff, not the I, Bayformers. I've, I've never watched any Transformer movies. You don't have to. It's I've never really been a any. fan. I've never really been a fan of Transformers. Well, anyway, basically, Starscream... Does he wants to become the ruler, but whenever Megatron's proven to be stronger, he's like, "You're you're my king," and he kind of he's like, "You know what? You're you're number one. I'm not good, and uh, I'm gonna listen to you." And then whenever he sees a chance, he's like, "You know what? You're dumb. I'm gonna be the new ruler of the Decepticons," and that's where it goes from there. But. I I did like the fact that Rodan's a loose cannon. He goes where he wants to, and when mm-hmm. he knows he's been beaten, he will. He's a rogue. Yeah, but I do have to say I didn't care for his roar at all. 
Yeah, I, Roar, I actually kinda. don't remember. I guess that's how bad it was. Like, I just it, don't remember. It, I don't even remember him. It was essentially a more modern Muto Roar, I kind of felt yeah. like. I did notice that when Moth stabbed him with her stinger, that he uh, made the same sound the male Muto did when he was, like, impaled with the building. Yeah, and I didn't care for that a whole lot, but I did like his design. Yeah, his design was on point. Yes, and I do like the idea that Mothra is powerful enough to take him down, and I was surprised whenever I saw Rodan still alive, which mm -hmm. is kind of why I believe Ghidorah's not entirely dead, because Mothra's coming back because that newspaper article, Rodan's alive, Godzilla's obviously alive, mm -hmm. Ghidorah... I also, I also like how... Mothra kind of spared Rodan, and, like, that shows that she's a good monster. Because she could have easily killed him there instead of just, like, kind of paralyzing him. Yeah. She, I, I do agree, though, that she is the queen of the monsters. Yeah, but then that means she'd have to be in a relationship with Godzilla, and we don't want her there. That's true. Um, and r before we kind of start to wrap up things here. What did you think about the other monsters, such as Gilia, the new Muto, Behemoth, and uh, what's what's the one from Munich's name called? Uh, I'm still memorizing their Methuselah. names. Methuselah. Methuselah. What did right, you so think of them? I'll go through, I'll talk a lightning round about from the ones I like least to the ones I like most. Um, so, starting off with the six-legged Mudo, I thought she was a cool kaiju. Like, I was certainly surprised when I saw her, um, attacking cities. But, mm -hmm. the design's kind of just lazy. It's a female Mudo with bumps. Yeah. <laughs> it's not um, a Tuma. Next is probably Skilla? Um... I think, like, the tentacles coming out of, like, the face is pretty cool. But mm -hmm. other than that, it's kind of just another spider monster. But I do like how in the credits it said that he or she, um, I don't really know the gender, um, was slowing down climate change or melting in the Arctic. Yeah, but didn't they also say that it froze and died it doing did? that? I, I, I heard something like that. Now I might be wrong. I might hope not, because I, I do like the Titan. Yeah. Now, I'm debating on whether one I like more, but I think I'll just put Methuselah here. Um, I really like the idea of, like, a Titan, like, living in the mountains. And I like how it kind of resembles a cow, like, with the horns. Yeah. And the short tail. I do like that. It's, it's unique. All these kaiju are unique, other than the six-legged Mudo. And mm -hmm. I guess yeah, I, I Skilla. Agree. I guess Skilla, because it's just another big spider. Yeah. But the tentacles and like the ability kind of saves it there. Um, and then finally, Behemoth. Yeah, he's he's my favorite. I want to make a clay figure or something out of it at some point. That would that would be cool. Um, I would have to say. Going in, I probably was too excited for Behemoth to be the giant Behemoth. I thought that would have been really cool. 
But you know, it's I I I guess I liked it at the end. Oh, you, um, you knew about Behemoths beforehand. Well, from the articles we had done, and I broke down and said that one of the monsters' names was Behemoth. I wasn't sure though what it looked like, and I was kind of. I kind of wish we got to see Bunny up in Leviathan. Yes, uh, I don't know if their designs have been revealed though, but I don't want to see them because I do believe they will come for Godzilla vs Kong. Yeah, I'm gonna avoid uh, spoilers for that because for this movie, as I've said before, I I um I like read and looked at leaks. Like I knew mm-hmm. what the Titans were gonna look like going into the movie. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I, I, luckily I had no idea, so it was good with what we ended up with. Mm-hmm. And also from the spoilers I put, or the trailers, I put two and two together, and I knew um, Burning Godzilla, or Fire Godzilla was going to be in the movie. I knew Sarazawa was going to sacrifice himself, and I knew Emma was going to die. Yeah, luckily I stayed away from everything after the Intimidation TV spot, other than yeah. Trailer 3, which I only watched once, and I, I don't think I'm even to gonna it. watch Spoiler, spoiler 3, or Trailer 3. What is with me and mixing up trailers and spoilers? <laughs> That's because their marketing department kind of just opened the floodgates, and here you go, here's everything. Yeah, but judging from even Trailer 2, I don't know Watch trailer two for Godzilla vs. Kong because that spoiled the uh, burning Godzilla. But it, it wasn't to the extent of oh, here's what he looks like. It was like part of his hand and yeah. some of his body. I've I've but, um, made the decision that what I'll watch is I'll watch the first trailer, the second trailer, maybe a TV spot, and after that, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I'm good for the rest of this. Yeah, because I really don't want to get wins. I want to like see it in the theater. Yes, agreed. So and I think uh, I've made the I think I made the plan that if Kong wins, walk out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I have a really good feeling that Kong will lose, but I'm not sure entirely. I feel like myself. the chances are fifty. Yeah, yeah. It's anyone's game. Agreed. It's the end game. Well, <laughs> it, but, it um, really is. Before we uh, uh, finish up, should we list or like just say what our favorite scene was? Um, before we do that, I do just want to say that based off of what I knew and what I saw, which wasn't a whole lot, I have to say this is probably the most fun I've had in a movie theater. My entire life. Yeah, same so, here. Even though I like knew what was happening, or what, yeah. like what some of the big things were going to happen. The 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 things that Michael Dougherty did to make this movie was amazing, and I have to say that I do not regret him being direct. And I yeah. hope that he comes back hap- for Godzilla no, Three if they do it. No, um. No offense to Gareth Edwards, but I just think I'm just so thankful that he got off to do Rogue One, and now because like if he didn't do that, we'd probably have a uh, dark. Uh... I'm just the movie probably would just turned out a lot, even the designs, because I believe 
uh, Doherty designed all the kaiju or titans. Well, he had a hand in it, but he wasn't the one that drew them up by hand and all that. Oh. But he had a huge impact on the roars, the and designs. just the whole movie. The... Yeah. And I thought he did a great job. Now, Stroya, Godzilla 3, don't think so. Violante yeah, no. was kind of hinted at. With the genetic yeah. Titan DNA. And then... They did kind of hint towards Mechanicong or Mecha Godzilla during the end credit scene. Oh saying, yeah, I I have a one more theory. Let's hear Did it. You hear it? All right. So, in the mid credit or yeah, the mid credits, I think. Um, like with all the newspaper readings, um, uh, it said that Monarch is building like some sort of like there's rumors that Monarch is building some sort of robot on Skull Island, and um. I think that could potentially be Mechagodzilla. Potentially. See, and I so, agree. Yeah. And so what I think might happen is that Moth will come back in Godzilla vs. And then it will kind of be a tag team battle. Uh, Godzilla and Mothra versus Kong and Mechagodzilla. See, it's either that or it's Mechanic Kong. Now, yeah, the way... Yeah, but I doubt it. I it could be, but I agree it's very unlikely. That seems more out of this world. But mm-hmm. to back up your theory, and uh, they already have the rights for Mechagodzilla, I believe. Me- yes, Warner Brothers got the rights for Ready Player One, which was a big. When I saw that movie and I saw Mechagodzilla, I'm like, this confirms that he will return. He will be in the next ten years of yeah, Godzilla. Why? Why would they waste that? Why would they waste exactly. a chance? I believe that he'll either be in Godzilla vs. Kong or Godzilla 3. Maybe mm-hmm. hint at him in Godzilla vs. Kong and put him in Godzilla 3. But but there's they- one thing that kind of confuses me. Um, Apparently, uh, Houston Brooks' son, Adam Brooks, he um stayed on Skull Island like when he left. And if they're building like robots on Skull Island, does that mean like they have... like? Like, they're there often? Probably. They probably have a base underground. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that we'll see Adam Godzilla versus Kong. And also, I do want to say this, and I don't remember if it was in an earlier recording or not, but I said in the trailer, you saw Houston Brooks smiling yeah. up. And I, yeah. I was right. I was so right when I saw yeah. that. I'm like, my theory was right. Whoever mm-hmm. said I was wrong... I was right. But I kind of got tricked. Um, I thought they were a submarine looking at Godzilla. That's what I thought too. I would never like if I paid more attention and saw like the tents in the background. I'd be like, oh yeah, that's probably Mothra or something. Mm-hmm. But it was, I not to. It wasn't a racist thing or at all. But I just the way he looked, the glasses, the smile. Yeah, I, all I of understand. That kind of that kind of was like that's got to be Houston Brooks. But one thing about Houston Brooks in the movie, he looks way different than he does in Godzilla. The the Kong the, Skull Island, and then yeah, the uh, well, no, the I'm talking about the comics, like the uh. What's, oh, yeah. What's the... Uh, Bertha Kong. Bertha Kong. Yeah, Bertha um, Skull Island, I think it is. Yeah, he, he, like, you see old man Houston in that comic and Aftershock, and he looks, like, he doesn't look completely different, but he looks 
like a noticeable difference. I'll be honest. I don't know if I will consider these comics canon. Well, they kind of messed up. They they've been confirmed canon, I believe, and also well, it's... go ahead. Because like in AfterShock, they explain why I I you've read it right. Uh, yes. Well, right. I haven't yet, but I don't really care. I basically know what happens. Oh, okay. Well, um, the um, Jinshin Mushi, or Mudo Prime, uses his supersonic roar and blows off Godzilla's dorsal plates, and that's why he looks different. Like, that's why they look different. Mm-hmm. And also, you see the, um, like, the prototype Orca in the movie. Yeah. But what, there's one thing about the comic that doesn't really make sense to me. We meet this character, and he becomes, like, one of the main characters in the book. And then, like, we don't see him anymore. Like, where is he in King of the Monsters? Yeah, it's kind of like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage are connected to the Marvel Universe, but they're not really... That's kind of how I view it. Yeah. Um, whatever happens may be referenced, but they don't have to be in-universe. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I do have to say, uh, they, speaking, going back to Kong Skull Island and, uh, Mechagodzilla and all that, uh, they could do Mechanic Kong because there is Kong's parents' bones that could be the base oh, yeah. structure of Mechanic that, Kong. That would be a them. nice reference period. And the, I think that's what they could do with the bones from 1999 of Godzilla. That one from 2014. They mm-hmm. could easily say, hey, we used these and we built Kiryu. Or yeah, Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, moved them. Yeah. That'd be cool. Or no, it's, but, they're, they're gonna build Tulakum. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, sadly. I mean... <laughs> I I think we covered the movie pretty well. I mean, we mm-hmm. we discussed characters, the monsters. Should, real quick, should we uh say what our favorite scene was? Uh, sure. You can go first. All right. So by far, my favorite scene of the movie was when King Ghidorah was perched on Rodan's uh, volcano and regrew was... Kevin's head. <laughs> it was. Just I do insane. have to say, in the trailer, after I saw Godzilla bit off his head. I thought that they did a Marvel Universe, and they actually CGI'd his head on, and I was, like, super, like, <gasps> they they actually held spoilers back, and then I saw, no, he just regrew it, so that kind of... Yeah. Because, um, because they also showed King of the War flying around with no head, the yeah. TV spots. I, I had heard about that, but I kind of dismissed it. Yeah, but I just, what made it so cool was, like, how, like, kind of, like, the jaw was, like, not connected, and then, like, it connected, and, like, the head just came out, and it was, like, yeah, whew. and how, um, the middle head was just helping, uh, peel off the gooey stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it's really hard, because I love the whole movie. I mean, I didn't mind any of it, but... My favorite was probably the Antarctic fights. Probably, yeah, that the was Antarctica a great scene. Fight. Besides, and I uh, love the Graham dying. 
Yeah, I love the callback to 2014. Whenever Godzilla rose up, you had his foot, then it panned up to his arm, and then he roared. Mm-hmm. I love that. What I loved about that scene is how, um, like, they were, like, there, and then suddenly their radar started going off. Yeah. Yes, and I love that. That was kind of a callback to 98 Godzilla, and it just... That sense kind of that kind of was one of those scenes that would send chills down your spine when you hear the radar of or sonar of Godzilla coming closer. Yeah. But uh yeah, uh we hope that everybody that's listening to this enjoyed the movie as much as we clearly did. I have to say I hope they do a Godzilla 3 and I hope they bring Michael Dougherty back. Yeah, he's like the Joe Russo, or the Russo brothers of the MonsterVerse. Yeah, I would love for him to become, like, maybe executive producer on everything. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Or at least co-writer, because I know yeah. he's co-writing Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. And he co-wrote uh, King of the Monsters. Because, mm-hmm. like, I just every MonsterVerse movie from now on needs his kind of touch. Yeah. I, I agree with that, though I do feel like there was some things he could have improved on, but this was his first time doing a movie like this, so yeah. what he did I thought was fine. Because I believe his resume before this was like Trick or Treat, Krampus, Superman and... Returns, X2, X-Apocalypse. So not Oh, he, the... he did X-Men? Yeah, he did X-Men 2, he wrote it, and then he re- uh, co-wrote X-Men Apocalypse. Huh. I, at least I believe it was Apocalypse. But uh, I think that we've had a pretty good conversation, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, you now can we call could... this a kaiju conversation. Yes. Um, I do have Wait, to say... That's exactly we could... what it is. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could talk about this movie for hours. Yeah. I, I know we could, but I feel like we've we've went over the movie pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you can comment down below. Uh, if you're listening to us on another platform, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Kaiju Conversation. And uh, if you're on iTunes or somewhere where you can rate us, please do. That always helps with ratings, gets us on more recommended pages. And uh, if you have any questions or if you don't have a review, you can give us email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com. All lowercases, and then of course at gmail.com. Also, if you want to uh, tweet us, ask a question, recommend anything, that also goes with the email part. But uh, you can tweet us at kaiju underscore converse. That's K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. And uh, if you don't mind following us on that, that would also help and uh, like I said, you can ask us any questions. Uh, either one of us will gladly answer your question. And uh, you, like I said, you can recommend any kind of topic. And uh, also, there won't be an introduction attached to this episode because we are looking into getting a new one. So I've, we made an announcement on Twitter a while back, but if you're into music, uh, just message us on Twitter or Google or, or our Gmail and uh, you can try and do uh, an introduction for us. And if you do win, you'll be on our next episode that we are recording. 
So if you want to do that, just message us and we'll get right back with you. Uh, I think that's all the linking we have. Um, of course, I am ET13 Productions. You can find me on YouTube as ET13 Productions. And uh, Haxor, where can we find you at? You can find me at the YouTube channel of Haxorzilla and uh, the Twitter account of Haxorzilla. Awesome. Um, is there anything you would like to tell everybody before we sign out? Um, don't let King Kong make a monkey out of you. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, that's my stinger. Well, this has been your Kaiju Conversation for the week, where we talk big every week. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next time.